0: And welcome back to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. I'm Doug the Translator, and in this week's episode, we'll review the round that's been, preview the round that's upcoming, and also go through some shock news uh, in the world of rugby in Japan. Let's go! Welcome back everyone to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. Uh, yeah, ran out of time there in the uh, intro, but that's what happens when you do it live. Um... Yeah, it's very cold day today. Uh, recording this on the day. Had another busy week uh, with the Dinobores. Game tomorrow against the Hino Red Dolphins. But obviously I'll go through all those uh, games at first. Uh, I want to go through the big news from League One. Uh, obviously a few weeks ago there were talks that uh, the Minakata Senex Blues could be following uh, fellow Fukuoka team the Coca-Cola Red Sparks, and are disbanding. Last season, they were in the top division. They moved down to third div. Um, But yeah, it's looking like possibly they are going to be finishing up this year. Not too sure yet. But then another team. It looks like NTT. Obviously, there's NTT Communication Shining Arcs and the NTT DoCoMo Red Hurricanes in Division 1 looks like NTT is going to be reorganizing their uh, rugby teams, uh, keeping the Shining Arcs, the comms team uh, as their kind of pro team, the top team, and the Red Hurricanes, who are based in Osaka, looking to be more of the company team with the employees. Uh, So that uh, sounds like it's going to mean they uh, could be going down, you know, divisions, Uh, and, yeah, that could mean another team outside of Tokyo, uh, won't be in that top division, which, uh, yeah, originally they were always talking about having teams from all over Japan uh, competing in that top division. Obviously, uh, it's never going to fully work out with promotion relegation. The stronger team's always going to be in that top division, but, um, yeah, it's a bit of shocking news. Um, looks like a lot of teams, now that they have to make profits themselves, they don't get as much from uh, the league, As it's becoming more professional, um, a lot of companies are deciding maybe that it's not worth uh, spending that much money on the rugby. Uh, Obviously, don't know what the inner workings are at either club, at the company level. Um, But yeah, and obviously, uh, Fafte Klerk from South Africa was supposedly signing with Dokomo. If they're going to go more employee-based, not sure what's going to happen there. Our mate, uh, Rich Freeman over at uh, Rugby News Japan did uh, put on Twitter that uh, he could be heading to Cannon instead of dokomo So that'd be a great uh, get for Cannon, who have been improving steadily over the last few seasons. Uh, they got another good win on the weekend, as we'll talk about. Um, but yeah, it's uh, big news if one team leaves from that top division. Not sure what that means for the teams in Div 2, Div 3. Because um, obviously there's supposed to be promotion relegation uh, I don't think League One would have thought about what happens when one team wants to uh, go down leagues, if that is the case, uh, going for a more company-based, I guess, amateur uh, stance. So, yeah, it's all uh, going to unfold over the next few weeks, I think, and uh, all us teams in the second, third divs are just kind of waiting to hear, I guess, what's going to happen. But like I said, uh, it wasn't just... Off-field news, obviously there's a lot of rugby played over the weekend as well. Uh, the first game of the round was the Santori-Sangoliath against Kubota Spears. Uh, Santori winning that 33-29 in a great uh, Friday night fixture. Loving these uh, night fixtures on the Friday, especially when we've got away games. Uh, at the hotel, eating dinner, watching the game, uh, how good. I remember uh, Kubota when I first started translating in about 2017, uh, 2018. They were at a similar level as Koku was uh, translating for and uh, battling it out at the bottom of Division 1. Uh, but with Franz Ludica, uh coming in, he was there obviously from then. But uh, yeah, he's steadily built this team. And now it's one of the top four teams currently in the uh, division in the country. So um, yeah, they're going real well. It's great to see. Other teams going up and challenging those, uh, teams like the Suntories and the Wild Knights. Uh, speaking of the Wild Knights, they played on the Saturday against another uh, the top, top four team, the Turtle, uh, Verblitz, winning 51 26. It was a battle of the brothers, uh, William Tupo versus Simesi Tupo. Uh, both have been on the podcast, obviously, William, uh, Billy was a co-host last season, uh, moved to Turda and the younger brother got the win there with the Wild Knights. Um, and yeah, shows uh, obviously Wild Knights lost their first two games this season uh, through COVID, had to default those games but since then have uh, just been on a roll and this loss, also caused Toyota uh, to move down uh, to fifth position. So out of the top four spots, the team that got up and overtook them was the Yokohama Canon Eagles, who got over uh, the NTT Docomo Red Hurricanes uh, 49-24. So big win there against a struggling Docomo team, who and could be struggling a bit more uh, in the coming weeks, months. Uh, and then uh, the last game in Division One uh, on the Saturday was the Kobe -Kobe Steelers against the uh, Black Rams Tokyo. The Rico team there uh, going down to Kobe 56-21. So a few big scores over the weekend. Uh, Kobe too good. Uh, The Black Rams after getting a narrow victory last week. Looked a little uh, ordinary against a strong Kobe team admittedly. But um, I expected that to be a bit of a closer game. And then on the Sunday we had the Shining Arks. NTT Communications shining arcs Tokyo Bay Udayasu, uh, the longest name in rugby history, going down to the Shizoka Blue Refs 27-10. Uh, so that was a battle of two teams who are down in the bottom of the table. Uh, both teams were affected by COVID throughout the season, so that has a part to play in them being in that position, but... Uh, The Blue Rigs were too strong on this occasion. Then the last game of Division 1 was the Toshiba Brave Lupus Tokyo. Uh, Too strong for the Green Rockets. The NEC team uh, going down 18-37. So a good win there for the Brave Lupus. And then quickly just going to a uh, Division 2 over the weekend. uh, On the Saturday, had two games. The... Kamaishi Sea Waves and their first proper home game in Kamaishi, uh going down seven to fifty-five against the Hino Red Dolphins. Uh, Hino had a few of their uh guys back from injury it seemed and uh yeah, looked very strong. Next game, obviously game of the round, the mighty dinobors. Uh the dinobores were hosted by the Hanazono Kintets Liners uh, in Osaka. Great stadium up there. I went to watch a World Cup game up there a few years ago and a yeah, great atmosphere. Uh, didn't disappoint again this week and the Dynamics were able to come away with a hard-fought 15-10 to win against the Liners. And then the last game of the Division uh, 2 was the mere Honda Heat against the Sky Actives Hiroshima, uh, Sky Actives are yet to win a game and went down again to Honda Heat 45-14. It's been a tough year for their Sky Actives and, uh, Still got a couple rounds left in the regular season, and I'm sure they'll be hoping to get a victory there. Then, lastly, in Division 3, only one game this week, as this round was split over two weeks. Uh, and that was the Kurita Water Gush against the Munakata Senex Blues. Uh, the Blues had quite a big lead there, but, uh, the Gush came back and made a real tight contest. The Blues winning right at the end there, 38 31. So, a real, uh, tight game there. And that's, uh, the rundown of the games over the weekend. Obviously, just keep it uh, short and sharp. I'll quickly go through uh, the preview of this week as well. We've got the Yokohama Cannon Eagles 4th placed team against the 5th place Toyota Verblitz uh, Friday night uh, in Chichibunomiya. Like I said, uh, the conditions aren't great. Uh, and the Eagles love playing. they attacking rugby. So it'll be interesting to see how they go there. But they've got also... Uh, Great kicking game, they love using attacking kicks. Um and they could put a bit of pressure on those uh on the back three for Turda. I'm uh gonna go one to twelve victory for the Eagles who are going well and um looking really strong this season. And then uh on Saturday we've got the Saitama Wild Knights. Up against the Black Rams Tokyo. I think the Wild Knights again will be too strong here. Bonus point win. 13 plus. I'm picking for them. Uh, Torshiba Brave Lupus Tokyo against the Kubota Spears. I think this could be the match of the round for Division 1. Uh, big game, but I think the Kubota Spears are looking, uh, pretty strong. Saw so how well they did, um, with a slightly depleted team it looked like against, uh, Santori last week. So, uh, yeah, I think they'll get the win here. Going 1-12 for that one. Tight game, I predict. Then at the exact same time, we've got the NTT, Docomo Red Hurricanes, Osaka against the NEC Green Rockets. And yeah, bottom of the uh, table clash there. Two of the three teams in the bottom three. I'm picking neither team have uh, actually won a game on the field. Uh, they've got a few wins through COVID, I'm picking NEC to get their first win of the season, uh, yeah, 1 to 12 against Dokomo. But I am, uh, looking forward to seeing the new recruit for the Dokomo Red Hurricanes, Nick Grigg, the former Scottish international uh, center who came into Japan, joined the Dokomo team this week, and is put straight into that starting lineup at 13. So it'll be, uh, interesting. Interesting to see how he goes in his new team. Uh, good luck to him. You know, we have uh, the Tokyo Sun Goliath against the Shining Arcs, who are currently in last place. I think this uh Sun Goliath team, the Santori team is going to be too strong. Again, I'm picking 13 plus there. And then rounding out the uh, Division 1 week. We had the Shizuoka Blue Revs against the Kobe Steelers, but unfortunately, because there was a case in the uh, Blue Revs side, uh positive COVID case, that is, they unfortunately had to uh forfeit, which is a shame, I think, with the new rules at the moment, if you're not wearing a mask while you're training, which is a you know, pretty pretty crazy thing to do. you got one case, everyone suddenly classed as close contact, and you have to forfeit, so a real shame there, uh, especially... Uh, for a team who is uh, who is looking to build momentum after a good win against the comms last week. Uh, but yeah, those are the uh, fixtures for Division 1 this week. In Division 2, we have the Mitsubishi Heavy Industry Sakamihara Dinobores up against the Hino Red Dolphins at Gion Stadium uh, on Saturday midday. The Dinobores are looking to uh, keep our winning streak going. Hino obviously uh, have put out a good side. They're looking to... Uh, bounce back after a few losses and they're trying to get back into that top three everything to get a chance to get into that top division either being the top three of division two so uh they'll be throwing everything at the dynaballs this week uh, we also have the Sky Actives Hiroshima against the Kamaishi Sea Waves Kamaishi uh, got the only win of the season so far against Sky Actives last time this time in Hiroshima uh far trip uh very long trip for the Sea Waves to make Uh could be a different outcome be interesting to see if the sky actives can get their first win of the season uh this week and then we have the Mie honda heat hosting the hanazono kintets liners uh who are looking to bounce back after their loss last week and then lastly in division three we have the shoki shuttles up against our current last place kurita Watergush. so it's our first verse sixth there uh, i'm picking a 13 plus uh for this one. And then we have the Chūgoku Denyoku Red Reggae Lions. Up against the uh, Shimizu Blue Sharks. Shimizu have been uh, looking real strong this season. Think they'll be too strong for the uh, Red Reggae lines. A uh, 13 plus there. And then we have a battle of the Kyushu teams. Munakata Senex Blues against the Kyushu Denyoku Kyuden Voltex. Uh, picking a 1 to 12 here for the sinex Blues. Uh, but I think that will be a real tight one. Uh, or the closest game of Division 3 I think so uh, that basically sums up the three divisions Uh like I said a lot of news coming out with that cancelled game uh, with the NTT situation everyone's still waiting to hear the news about that how it affects all the divisions all the teams and everything and all the signings uh, that have been made as well Uh obviously if one team's looking to go more employee based then that could mean a lot of movement for players who are wanting to go in that professional route and uh yeah it's going to be all sorts going on at the end of the season and postseason as well so uh yeah stay tuned for that and when i hear anything i'll let you all know uh but again keep it short and sharp uh hope we see some good footy uh, hope rugby's winner on the day a few games of two halves and uh yeah full credit to the boys Adiós. thanks for listening to another episode of the jrw podcast make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro Checkout for a 15% discount. Arigats, I'll talk to you next week.